You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello. Welcome to the Salty Sex Cast. Hi. Again. And I have a wonderful guest on Zoom joining me. It's Mariah here and I have Carezza with me who um, reached out and again, just someone else who has that drive, has that passion that we're always looking for and we love to hear from. So thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Mariah, for having me. (laughs) And um, so you have been on this path for yourself for some years. I hate to introduce it because it's your path. So do you want to give us a little bit of background of even what brought you here today? Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, I've been, I've always been passionate about the body and understanding relationships and sexuality from starting from my teenage years. I've always been a dancer, always into sports. So I, I was always really grounded and wanted to learn more about what the body did as well as, you know, in sexual, in a sexual setting, in an intimate setting. And then from that on, um, I actually experienced a very deep uh, tantric or conscious um, experience in college, in a college dorm room that I created for myself. And that completely transformed my life and sexuality and relationships forever. And that initiated my path of conscious sexuality to today. Um, So I'm, yeah, I'm really, it's it's really what makes me come alive. It's why I'm here on earth. I feel that it's my mission to help people, yeah, enjoy their bodies, um, get rid of shame and really truly honor each other um, as beings. And not to expect things to happen, but really be in a flow and be in play and expand and evolve through, you know, letting our guards down, being vulnerable and just simply being in the moment. That's so amazing. So all of that just spurred and created, you are the the creator and the founder of Intimate Playground. Yes. Tell us what that is. Yeah, so I created the Intimate Playground based off of my love of play. I mean, I, not just sexual play, but really just being able to go on, sit on a swing and interact as a child would, to to be in that innocence, that explorative mind that sometimes when we get older, we forget, you know, to look at things spherically or to look at different directions, different dimensions or different just different ways of being and how that when we go into play, you know, especially in sex, it's so serious. It can be so this adult, you know, venue where, you know, everything has to be serious. And this, the intimate playground is not being serious. It's about letting yourself go. It's about playing, about getting into the body, about maybe things coming up that may not be the most positive, but they actually help you move and evolve and bring even more pleasure and play maybe the next time that you are intimate or, you know, down the line. Um, and thus, you know, creating a more evolved person and a more evolved world by tapping into play. That is a real, what a great way to look at it too. Just like you said, very yeah. serious, I have a goal in mind. Yeah. Um, don't mess me up on this. I have an expectation. This is how it's supposed to be. Um, that is never how I was. I am such a playful, like teasy. I like to yeah. like, just enjoy the moment. Just like when you were saying you're on the swings to swing, to play, to have fun. You're not on the swings to be yeah. the best swinger to get like, <laughs> oh, that's a great thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to be like, as soon as I reach the height, I'm done. Um, some, you know, some people may have that goal in mind when they hop on the swings, but most of the time it's really just to be in the moment to experiment. How high can I go? Can I not pump my legs and just keep moving? You know, it's really just to be there, to be there. 
I love just comparing. I'm going to keep bringing that in um, as, yeah. our, as our comparison right now. Um, Definitely. I think, think we all can come, uh, can imagine being on a swing and how long has it been since you've let yourself <laughs> play um, without that expectation? Yeah. And it's also about being playful or being in play is being free. You know, mm. when you drop expectation or, you know, being this certain, things have to be a certain way, then we allow ourselves this freedom and release of boundaries as well, you know, that we can envelop or infuse all of ourselves in the, in, in the moment and just forget everything for, for a moment. And maybe, you know, learn something new or, you know, see something that maybe would have never, if we hadn't done, like sat on the swing, that maybe, you know, it would have never come to us if we didn't tap into that playful vibe. So I'm actually almost hearing if we go in with an expectation, we're limiting our experience. Yes. (laughs) How simple is that concept? (laughs) How hard it is to practice when a lot of people find safety in expectations and find safety in knowing this is what I know I'm going to get from this experience because what of the unknown? Um, Mm. So you, you help coach people through these types of experiences and yes. How does that usually go? I'm sure there's a lot of things that are just held on that are like. <laughs> sure, nail, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I first have a cuppa. People will sign up for me for a, a free cuppa with Carezza just to get an intro of what I do, of what they're looking for to see if we connect and we can work together. And then from then on, um, we discuss, you know, what are the trials, the tribulations, what are some issues, or maybe, you know, not, not only issues, but what are those, you know, if you want to expand, what are the, some new ways that we can expand as a couple or even as an individual and self-pleasure um, mm-hmm. or, you know, when dating or for the future, um, you know, because I, you know, a lot of things that come up as well as this conditioning um, around, you know, this pleasure that everything, you know, has to revolve around orgasm and not just the layman, but also if you go into Tantra, um, this idea that if it, you know, you want to expand or you just want to have an orgasm, but, but you're missing out on everything else. You're so focused on this one aspect of, of the sexual realm that you forget everything else, the connection, the body, the, the nuances, the touches, the kisses, the biting, the nibbling, all of the senses and which can explode your world into completely different dimensions of how you see the world and different dimensions of you, different aspects of yourself. So that's what I do through play. And I bring, I create games based on, you know, communication strategies or bringing more pleasure through the senses. I have a beautiful sense game, Um, you know, and just allowing them to feel into that. And if they, if something comes up, we can discuss and go from there. And usually, you know, through that, they can expand their pleasure and their connection with themselves as well as with their partner. So you are helping create this experience. Um, so you call it eco-conscious play with yes. sex of intimacy. And that's it, and it's a coaching service, is is what yes. it is. It's, so that's the medium that through the modality. Um, and so games and bring in all these other things. Um, I also, um, the eco part is very important as well. Um, so I'm more, I'm very eco-sexual. So I'm very conscious of products of what we use on our bodies in terms of lubricants or condoms and sex toys and all these things. So 
I always try to, I actually even created my own erotic Play-Doh made of cream of tartar and uh, all-purpose flour, which I give to my clients if they would like um, to sample. That is just another tactile, organic, um, sensual aspect of play and how we can take Gak, which was something we played uh, when we were young, that is filled with chemicals um, that can cause skin irritation and whatnot, to creating something that's um, eco-friendly and that helps the environment, that we're not, you know, causing toxic emissions in the air or in the waters and, and actually being able to love the earth and love mother earth and create pleasure from that. So, yeah. That is, I never thought of that. I'm very aware that it exists, but how yeah. to incorporate that in, into actual business model and saying, I'm not going to borrow from this, um, cup over here, this, um, environmental piece to fuel my sexual piece or my intimacy yeah. or my relationship piece. I'm actually, this is all part of it. It's all connected together. It's all important yeah. for you. Yeah. I, I'm now curious, how did you get to that piece of your journey? Is that something you're just already passionate about and wanted to make sure you partnered um, with, or was it something that um, just kind of connected and you followed that? Um, yeah. Whole? Um, well, I've always been conscious of, of creating, you know, of what I do to the earth and, you know, not only, you know, I do it in my day-to-day -day life, recycling or composting and just, you know, knowing that what we do affects the earth and that the earth, that what we do to the earth affects us. So it's all, it comes around. And now when we take it to the sexual level, the sexual realm, it's almost in even not just about earth as well, but when we think about using like natural latex or more eco-friendly organic lubricants, we're thinking beyond ourselves as well, not yeah. just with earth, but with our partner. Do we really want to use, you know, maybe condoms that are laced with, I don't know, spermicides that may cause irritation in my partner's um, yoni or vagina. You know, like having that conversation as well, like are there things that maybe irritate you in your past or, you know, just being aware of like, again, not just earth and how we recycle our sex products, but how that interacts with our partner. And how as a man or as a woman, we can take, we can level up. It's just another way of leveling up in this kind of conscious world of being eco-friendly and aware and, and actually adding more awareness to the sexual realm and not just bodily, but, you know, products and yeah. I love that you brought in. Now it actually gives me the opportunity to not just think of my needs and what I'm wanting from this. Yeah. But even just this one thing of choosing a, a, a specific kind of lube, I'm now mm -hmm. thinking of what effects that has on something yeah. else, which is so much easier to think of what is the effect on my partner partners? What's the effect on how's this and that chain reaction. So yeah. what a easy way really and kind of taking a lot of the um, energy out of having to really like, let me think of everything, make sure I'm not forgetting anything and start feeling guilty if I'm not thinking of it, but more of just how easy I can plug in this one little piece. And that kind of has a <laughs> ripple effect on other pieces. Yeah. So cool. I love that. I love that Thank approach. Um, so that's a big piece for you and, and all of that. And taking away expectations. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about, about that piece and, and play and how just being there for the journey and mm -hmm. I'll let you continue. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Um, I actually did a piece today on cock worship 
and what it means to really nurture the cock, um, the penis, the lingam. Because men, I feel that they've never truly, they've always had to be action oriented. That there's always, you know, like if I don't do something, if something doesn't happen, then I'm a failure. Then why are we doing something? And if I, if I, if something does happen, then, oh, I can wear the Superman shirt and I'm the man, you know, of the hour because I made my partner have an orgasm or multiple or whatnot. But it's really not about that. And sometimes we do want that and that there's no shame in that. Sometimes the moment calls for it. But I think what men and maybe even women are missing is just to be in this place where you can just be honored, where you can, whether it's through touch or whether, you know, even honoring before penetration. Now, a lot of people don't look at it like that, like creating the sacredness with our genitals, sacredness with our bodies and our connection to oneself and to each other, rather than just automatically going straight for the genitals or straight for the breasts or straight for the erogenous zones that we can start slow and that we can honor the whole being from head to toe and everything in between. And just really embodying that, embodying what comes up and those little nuances, places that you've never even been touched in maybe because you've only been touched in certain areas that you've never taken the time to explore what can be. And I believe that people are missing out so much on learning about themselves as an individual and what they like, or maybe what they don't like to understanding the other as well and building that connection with each other where maybe they're in tune with each other at some point. The the potential to have just a more saturated, pleasurable experience is what yeah. I'm hearing. Yeah. You know, let's add more flavor. Let's add more of it instead of just, here's this one. I'm going to compare it to a meal because I think that's yep. another way we can <laughs> look okay. at it, right? We are just, here's our, our protein and, and, you know, some of our other macronutrients, right. And you're saying here, try this seasoning, try this other flavor with the protein with yeah. this other, you know, and it yeah. just adding to the meal. And now it's just a more pleasurable experience instead of, I just have to fuel my body because that's what it needs. Um, you're still saying, yes, there is that need, but why not add more and you do yeah. it through this way. Definitely. And I mean, even for myself, I, I mean, I'll bring in um, just a, an experience of my own. I mean, I myself, you know, I think people think that I know, I don't know that I say all these things, but I've never, I have not experienced a lot of this, but it's something that I have experienced that going towards something that feeling of like going towards a goal where actually I can feel that vibe. I can feel that energy off of the person who's trying to make something happen rather than be with me and connect with me and expand the time and the bliss of the touching and all those sensual sensates that are available. Not only does it when we are able to go into those sensates and, and senses, does it expand our physical realm, but it takes it out into the world at large and maybe how we see things and how we're narrow-minded maybe, maybe by getting into the body, expanding the body, the whole vessel of it, that we can actually shift our perspective or how and think about our partner and their perspectives on life or in relationship or with other people and families and friends and work and the whole nine yards of living and the world at large, how we can take this simplicity of being touched and spreading that out 
throughout the entire body into the world as well. I like to just sit there and let that sink in too, because that was a lot to listen and to to really be like, you have that potential. Yeah. Um, as you're working with the client, your clients, and as as a coach, kind of helping create these experiences, what are some of the blockers that you typically see, or um? hurdles, even challenges to get to this place where it is more of an experience and not a goal. Yeah. Um, I feel, I mean, I've, I'm currently working with more men than women, um, at the moment. So I feel for them, there's a lot of, there's a lot of blocks in terms of the conditions they've been put on the, uh, through either ancestral, uh, heal, you know, the patternings of their family, of their ancestors, and the shame around, you know, this idea that it's all about all, it's all or nothing pretty much. And that mm. everything has to be one way or the highway and that, you know, they're only seen as a man if they can, if they can provide for their partner or for themselves. And if they can't come, if they can't do something, then it's, it's a negative thing. But really, it's honoring, like, when you go into that, you have to honor what is as well that, you know, even though it may be a, be a problem, that we can actually, if, if something isn't going wrong, you can still appreciate and be loved for that. That it's not a shame, that you can overcome it and that you can be appreciated, accepted and loved even if something doesn't happen in the mm. way that it is. And I think, you know, there is so much expectation for men that if they don't get it right, and they're always in the minds, and to be able to step out of that, um, and to really embody the feeling, and maybe get into the feminine of that surrender and feeling rather than doing, it opens up a whole new world. Um, but I think it's truly, you know, and maybe in their past, they've had triggers where women, you know, laugh at them as well because they didn't come or because something happened um, that could affect them as well. But, you know, you have to see it and all you have to love and appreciate all aspects because it's not perfect every time. And that goes back to really being in the moment rather than, you know, trying to expect something. And if something doesn't happen, then you can still, it can still be a beautiful experience. You can still enjoy that journey. Yeah. Even though the destination doesn't look like what you were expecting. Yes. <laughs> um, landed in a different place. Um, not a wrong place, not a bad place, just different. <laughs> so I'm sure it's a lot of even uh, challenging their own beliefs and expectations yes. um, through what I'm hearing is more of play kind of just yeah. letting yourself experience that. Not, not lecturing on a podcast, like I like to do, <laughs> <laughs> but actually yeah. getting to experience that the feel, the walking away with that. Um, so you play a lot of games. Um, yeah. what are some other examples of the services or things that, um, you're able to offer your clients? Yeah, so I do offer my favorite, um, I do this sense, sensate game, sensory game, and it's just a mind blowing. Um, and people, all my clients really enjoy, um, I should make a workshop out of it, but it's really about stepping in to your senses. And what happens is that if you're a single, uh, you can do it as well. Um, that you blindfold yourself and you have a tray of all certain things for taste, touch, see, feel, um, hear, 
and you create a little menagerie of things, of goodies. Um, and if it was a couple, your partner would create this, like a world of surprise for you. And that you would be the receiver and one would be the giver. And it's just the most beautiful experience that one can really in, be infused with because it, there's this element of surprise of being in the unknown when you're when your eyes are blocked and to be fed or to be almost like a queen or a king like being given all these beautiful things and you know not only that things can come up as well and that you can actually sit and take time to go through that experience if you're upset and then get back into the moment and it really allows you to live more orgasmically as well mm -hmm. that we can take this pleasure of the unknown as well and heightened senses to to outside of ourselves into nature into the beingness of the universe of the world at large and thus creating a more pleasurable existence for everyone, not just in the body. How fun. Yeah. So going through all the senses and really just allowing that to be an avenue into a lot of connection of other things outside of you. Yeah. Everything has a lot of potential. It's really strong, really saturated <laughs> in yeah. the power that's there. Um, which I'm sure some folks are listening and they're like, you know, it's kooky, it's out there. Um, and it's different again. And I'm going to go to that so much. Um, it's different. It's not wrong. It's not right. No. It's not the only way to connect with these things. If you don't feel like you need to, um, that's yep. definitely not what the message is either, but yeah. really just allowing something to create more awareness, um, mm -hmm. more conscious, uh, connection is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Whatever beautiful. that looks like. Yeah. Um, how fun for you to get to do that. Like that's a dream <laughs> job for probably so many people and just to get to do that for others and, um, yeah, for yourself, your journey to this place, you touched a little bit about it, you know, your college experience and things, would you be comfortable kind of giving us a little background on your own growth and your own journey? Sure. Um, well, actually, I mean, I'm, I'm coming out of, I've, I've had the biggest shift and the biggest growth, uh, within the last, um, three to four years. I was, uh, a few years ago, I, I was living in Germany and married um, my partner at the time and recently getting divorced. So, and through that, I have really grown to understand how, you know, sex is, is so integral, uh, an integral part of life whether it's playful or not, just this idea of sexuality and being upfront with it and centered in it, that it is part of life and life is part of sex, that we come from sex and to not be, you know, in it, it affects, you know, your relationship and how that can be destructive and, and growth. I firmly believe that, you know, to grow and to change the world is to grow in sex and in life because they're both the same. Um, what, they're both, yeah, they're one both and the same. And whatever way you look at it, from whatever aspect you look at it, it's always there. And it's so important to, to understand you know, your needs and your wants and how even yourself can change from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s and your boundaries and yeah, your pleasure field can change from day to day, from moment to moment. And that's okay. Um, 
because our bodies are constantly flowing and growing and changing. And yeah, it's the only, it's one of the ways that we evolve uh, to be better humans and to rid ourselves of shame and this patriarchal society of the past and how we can really create a new world uh, for the future of, of others and new generations. So your path kind of sounded like it really took off a few years ago and really had a, either a shift or just a ripple effect mm -hmm. um, for yourself through a divorce, um, you know, and I hate to start <laughs> assuming okay. anything, but you started telling us a little bit about that and um, how that kind of created an opportunity for you. Yeah. Yeah. To really explore that for yourself. Definitely. Um, so you were saying you don't know it all. You don't have all the answers, no. but you being playful you not having that expectation for yourself has been able to create this opportunity that's also had a ripple effect onto others because now you have a service that you offer. Um, yeah. How do you stay playful? Uh, I mean, I, I feel that I'm playful all the time. I, even if I'm upset and angry, I can tap in to my playful side and maybe even become more animalistic playful <laughs> if I do um, harbor some anger or because you know you're human it doesn't mean you're happy all the time um, and to be able to to play with those emotions as well and how to move that and shift that vibe or shift those feelings to a more you know, positive, more maybe passionate um, emotion. Mm -hmm. um, I, I embody, I believe I embody play myself. I've always been a child at heart. I love to play. I love to do puzzles and games in my own life. Um, I just stepping into a, a playground um, is an oasis and, you know, being in nature is a wonderful playground as well. And how, how fun and being able to go into nature, go into the, the beach and pick up these beautiful pieces of nature and use them as toys for your own pleasure as well. That, you know, thinking outside the box and having this creative edge that we can use not only technology um, of sex, but also the nature, the eco-friendliness uh, and play of nature to embody play for ourselves. Mm. It's super fun. <laughs> um, you're saying that you, you like to come up with games uh, for, for those, your, for your clients. Yep. Um, and I immediately went to, yes, I love competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love the challenge of it. Like just pushing the limit, pushing the limit. Can I do it better? Can I go harder? Can mm -hmm. I? And so that's anytime I think of a game and I always immediately go to competition. And I think that's a little piece of me that is mm -hmm. just me. Um, yeah. And is there room for that and what you offer? Not that it's, I'm just curious now. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's so funny that I went yeah. there for myself. Uh -huh. Um, yes, I still very much enjoy being in the moment and kind of getting, and that is my challenge is to be in the moment. Like I kind of view it as that yeah. to shut out yeah, all yeah. the distractions. But, um, immediately I was like, Oh, how can I put this into <laughs> Uh, a competition for myself Ooh. or something to have yeah. that fun component for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've created games with a bit of like trivia or um, jeng sex Jenga and sex. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, God, I forget it. No. Um, but yeah. Uh, where you 
kind of get to wager on, you know, how many answers you can get right. And if someone gets more then they win, they get to have something done or they get to choose a pleasure or something they'd like to have. Um, I think it actually, it breaks, uh, you know, boundaries. I think it, it's a turn on for a lot of people to have a little competition. It's sexy and yeah, it, there's, there's, a, there's a bite in that. There's, there's a vivaciousness in that, that, you know, just doing a simple game of going around the, the, the dot to dot and doing little things and picking up a card or whatnot, that doesn't really, it's just mundane and, you know, making a wager or having a little, you know, trivia contest or, exploring you know those aspects of ourselves that maybe we never thought that we were uh, how mm -hmm. fun it could be can actually change your life as well i'm totally on board i'm sitting here like hey what game can i play <laughs> with my partner tonight because i feel like we need to like have this you know like trivia and just like you yeah. said the of who <laughs> if you get it right <laughs> yeah you know, you're the one who gets to pick the prize kind of thing. Like that <laughs> to me is so much fun. Yeah. What a great way to also spice things up and yeah. maybe a long-term relationship that oh, yeah. isn't as scary, isn't as um, taboo as other mm -hmm. things that people immediately go to when they think of like spicing up sex in a marriage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Be playful again. How fun is it to, you know, yeah <laughs> definitely forget that in adulthood I don't know the seriousness it really yeah. does kind of come in like a plague and shut down a lot and of you know I mean it's also interesting though you know some people think that if you take if 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 you're too playful then you're taking the meaningfulness out of it as well that some people may be very conscious you know, into Tantra or sacred sexuality, even that they may look at it, but, but that's not meaningful. Like you're laughing or it's too, it's too simplistic or, you know, it's not deep enough or, but in essence, it is like the simplicity is the depth, I, I think. And that we're not laughing at each other, that it's just another way of looking at sexuality. And it doesn't mean that we're just joking or making someone feel um, un, unworthy or laughed at or poked at or thinking that there's something wrong with them. It's just another way of communicating with our partners and getting into another aspect of ourselves. Taking away the complexity. Yeah. And the guesswork the fear of the unknown. It's kind of just, just be there, be present and yeah. have fun. <laughs> so yeah. simple, right? <laughs> How often can we yes. like just get out of our own head and, um, what a fun practice. I'm already just racking my brain right now. Like, yes, what I need to make <laughs> this a, a habit now, or I will really want to, um, incorporate this is what I should say better. And, um, yeah kind of brings it in. That's so fun. Um, is there anything else that of your practice that we haven't really covered or haven't explored yet that you'd like to, to explain to our listeners? Um, I'm just thinking, yeah, I mean, just, you know, I'm just saying, I just want to reiterate, you know, play is not, it's just one aspect. It's not, you know, the way that you look at play, it's not the end all be all way to have sex. And it's just one aspect of totality that you just another avenue to go down. And some people may, it may not even be their cup of tea mm -hmm. um, to even go into. But I mean, it just gives just it's just goes I mean I think what I also bring as well that it, it's not just about sex in the body 
but also bringing you know pleasure outside into everyday life how we can shift you know how how can we shift those you know this crazy time of of living in the unknown and not where knowing where life is going to take us to a beauty a beautiful place of opportunity and positivity um, in life and to always kind of find that place that little you know place in ourselves that ignites us and you know can rise above all the negativity that arises in us or the fears um of not knowing what is to come next yeah. it really does shut it out you know just like you're saying the negativity there's really not a lot of room there when you are enjoying the moment when you are having <laughs> fun um yeah even when in, in like moments of pleasure, there's still some things like going on in my brain, like, oh, I need, I worry about this. I'm worried about that, but I'm really having fun when I'm really just guard down and I'm, I'm laughing and just enjoying the moment. Yeah. It's not there. So it's really just another way to connect, um, mm. shut out all of that noise and, and be present conscious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that will always probably keep coming up that word and, and how important that is, but, um, shutting out the negativity and even yeah. hearing someone say that I need to shut out the negativity. I need to like turn off all the worry. I need to, you know, <laughs> to enjoy it. And then what does that do? I'm more worried. I'm even more, you know, yeah. stressed or anxious. But if it's more like, here's this one piece that is play, enjoyment, that other stuff kind of melts away and it just, there's no room for it there. It sounds like it's just an easier thing than um, yeah. that expectation. Well, I'll keep going back to that. And I, yeah. And I mean, expectation <laughs> this has to definitely. Be I also think, you know, something that I've just experienced myself is that it might be a bit deep, but when we can be without expectation and truly be in the moment, whether sexually or not, we have an opportunity to be in the infinite, that we can, we have an opportunity to be in this, in this universal, universality of, of just, you know, being able to flow, and being able to exist in what life is and be okay from moment to moment, even if things arise and that, yeah, I mean, sometimes that, you know, you're in this place where there's no pleasure or no orgasm, but it feels like it can be go on forever mm. sometimes. <laughs> It really does happen. And, and this is a very um, real life example. Um, I think for myself, if my partner is orally pleasuring me uh -huh. and then I'm worried about how long it's been for him to be down there <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, oh no, if I don't come soon, he's going to think I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. So then I'm trying to will an orgasm and it's not going to just happen. <laughs> So it takes even longer and then the anxiety keeps coming in and it's just a cyclical thing for me, uh, but just to enjoy that moment yeah. and, and, and play and, and really kind of shut off that expectation. It's been something, it's very simple and it's, or at least for me, it's something I know that comes up almost every single time we have that activity. Um, so for me to just kind of be like, I am here in this moment whether or not this happens. And yeah. that has, for me to kind of repeat that to myself and just kind mm. of let it go. Um, it has been more pleasurable. I typically um, climax a lot faster and it's, it's a better cause I'm enjoying it instead of like, hurry, hurry, get it done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or he's not going to think you're into it. You don't enjoy yeah, it. Um, definitely. So it's really fun to not fun, 
it's really loud to see that example for myself. It's really mm. apparent. Um, and now I'm just trying to think of how can I get play in there with it and how fun would it be just to have different challenges yeah. <laughs> and activities and just make it um, not an expected or an expectation of this is how you do it because that's how it got me to come last time. It's more of just mm. let's experiment, let's enjoy the moment, let's you know do all that and very yeah. one little little example, very personal obviously, but I'm sure some people <laughs> can very much relate to it. Um, but it really is coming. Up, that's what's coming up for me for sure. Beautiful. Yeah, and I just think you know at the end of the day. Um, what I've, you know, even being a sex and intimacy coach, I think the one thing that I've learned that I love, um, and I don't know if maybe people have experienced it, is that really what it's about, it's not how many orgasms you have, it's not how much pleasure, you know, there is, but it's really about coming home to yourself, coming home to your partner, being and seeing your partner as solace, as a as a as a relaxed a relaxed person, as a place to come home to, and just be be in the moment and connect in whatever form that may look like. Um, you know, every night if or every you know every evening. Um, that's always been such a beautiful release, like to calm down and just forget about everything else and to see, you know, your partner as just that your home, your place that you come to that just creates this realm of safety and the softness. What I love is watching you try to find the word because you know the feeling and I know <laughs> you can, I can see it on your face that you're like, I know what this is. And I know I've experienced this and yeah. I have seen others experience it. And it is, it's hard to find those words to explain it sometimes because the experience is so um, powerful or unique. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, that is more cool, I think, than anything else, you know, just kind of watching that and, and seeing that it's hard to explain. Um, yeah. and it doesn't need to be explained. It needs to be experienced. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, we'll try to do our best here on our, on our podcast, but that's so wonderful. So Carezza, how can our listeners um, contact you? Um, go ahead and give them all your details and um, sure. what they can expect from service. Just like you said, there's a meeting, there's kind of a conversation. Yep. What else would you like to share about that? Um, yeah, like, so I said, um, if you're interested in just a taster session, an intro session, you can book a cuppa with Carezza, um, which is found on theintimateplayground.com for more information. I'm also on Facebook um, at Carezza Navi and the Intimate Playground, as well as Instagram. Um, I also do talks in Clubhouse um, on conscious sexuality at uh, Carezza Dorella. Um, you can find me there as well. I also do, I co-host um, another show called Fun Frolicking Friday goes deep into conscious sexuality and relating um, in life and in sexuality um, with uh, my host, Candice. So there's always a lot of things going on and I try to create fun. Um, I also offer, I do a hump day trivia um, contest where people come every Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook to check out the trivia answer and you get into at the end of the month um, I do a drawing to win my erotic play-doh um, 
all organic and eco-friendly. So I try to make things fun and floaty and vivacious. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. So fun, flirty, and vivacious. <laughs> know where to get to, to contact you. I love it. I will get all of those um, websites and everything and links. Okay. And I'll put them in the show notes. So if anyone's listening, they should be in your show notes by then. Right now it's live for me. So yeah. not there yet. <laughs> but I'll get it there for you. And um Thank you so much. Is anything else coming up for you that you feel that um, needs to be shared? I don't want to take that opportunity away yeah. from anything's coming up. Um, I'm just, I'm really just thankful and appreciative of being here to share my life and to share and hopefully give just another aspect of sexuality and living um, more eco-friendly. And just being more aware of yourself and the other in the realm of relationships and sexuality. And from wherever you come from, all walks of life. And just to add a little bit more fun and, you know, um, yeah, and laughter into to the world at large. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your message and um, the service that you provide others out there. How wonderful that is to have that. And um, we can experience all of these intimate levels and experiences. Yeah. And we get to do that as human beings and how wonderful. So thank you again for coming on. Um, if you, you have questions, anyone who's listening, feel free to um, email us at saltysexcast at gmail.com. I can forward them along as well. Um, please follow us on Facebook. We have an Instagram now. It's still needing some love, I'm sure. Uh, feel free to um, rate this podcast and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear um, from our listeners what's important, what really stood out to you. This is just as much important to me and my mission in life, um, as it is when I get to hear from you and what you're needing. And, um, if you'd like to get exclusive content and be part of our Patreon community, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash the salt or forward slash salty sex cast, not the salty sex cast, excuse me. And, um, we'd love to have you join that community. So, Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in, and I'll see you next time, and have a wonderful week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.